Hi friends, my name's Alexa Mazur and you're listening to Firsthand Audacity, the usually short and sometimes sweet show where I talk through life experiences and having the sheer audacity to live unencumbered by other people's BS. From the foundation of self-confidence to anything life throws your way, if I've been through it, we're talking about it. Let's chat. Hi friends, welcome back. Episode 12, Rejection. They say rejection is just a redirection, but I say, man, does it sting first. I was inspired to record this episode because similar to breakups, I have a black belt in being rejected and friends, I am hot off of a fresh rejection right now. (laughs) Whether it's the dream job, the dream person, the house you almost closed on, the car you nearly bought, or the one that got away, it hurts. What I want to talk about among other things is why it hurts so bad and how to get over it. I hope that you can look at your next rejection differently because of this. A lot of rejection is not simply losing what you had or almost had. It's the realization that the fantasy or picture that you painted in your head is not matching your current reality. I love to romanticize my life. I am someone who gets super excited about possibility and I'm in love with the life that I've created. I get so pumped up about the possibility of everything going my way because why not? Why not focus your precious energy on the what if? If you focus your precious energy on the negative, what if everything goes wrong? Um, that energy, then you're telling the universe that you are dedicating your precious energy to that. And that's a low frequency move. If you entertain the idea of it all going well, why not? Whatever is going to happen will happen regardless. And I choose not to waste my time as much as possible, obviously, uh, worrying about the potentially bad outcomes. Because like I said, whatever will happen will happen. And what if everything goes well? And you look back and say, I spent all my time worrying. Like, what was the point? Exactly. What was the point? So when it comes to rejection, let's start with a little less personal stuff first and work our way up. Level one, work. For nearly seven years of my life, my work and my personality were nearly synonymous. My sense of self was tied to my sense of accomplishment. And as an overachiever, this worked out for me often. But when it didn't, it sucked. I felt it deeply. If anything went wrong at work, I felt it. I took it personally. And then if anything went right, I also took it personally. So the highs were really high and the lows were really low. But my work was so much a part of my life. I moved out here to Denver to pursue the opportunity that I had. And it was something that was super important to me. I was in my early 20s. I was very focused on that. And then in 2020, I got furloughed. And I had a conscious decoupling of sense of self and work. Then something crazy happened. I still liked my life. I still liked me. I still loved what was left when all the dust settled. I was fine. I started interviewing with a spreadsheet to track my progress. I collected rejection like trophies. Every email that said, we're moving on with someone else or you're not the right fit for this opportunity. I said, hell yes, because I'm in sales and every no brings you closer to the yes. And you don't waste your time with prospects who are just kicking the tires. As they say, you take it as at face value and you move on. So why can't we do that with everything else? Because as we level up, I believe 
as we level up to those more personal levels, those more emotional levels, it's really hard, one, not to take things personally, and two, to move past the no without overanalyzing and looking for what was it about me? Why, do, why don't they want me specifically? When in work, I found it so easy to say it's simply a redirection, that wasn't the right opportunity for me. That wasn't the job for me. I recently interviewed for an internal opportunity at work and I didn't get it. And it was a great opportunity to learn more about that department, learn more about the potential to make an impact on another team. And it simply wasn't the right opportunity for me at that time. And I got some really valuable feedback that'll help me move on. I got, I, in that case at work, you know, oftentimes I do think you get some, you can get some closure when you're interviewing for a job and you find out, you know, did they go with someone externally, someone who had more experience, whatever it may be, but it's still not personal. It's a business fit. It's a, it's, I wasn't the right fit for what that team needed at this time. Simple as that. And I think that's really valuable to start to apply that to the rest of your life. And I think the next level up is in friendships. I've been rejected by friends and I don't even, I, I don't even think it's right to call them friends. Um, I've been, I've broken up with friends also, and I've been broken up with by friends. Uh, it's something we don't talk about a lot in this life is the love, the experience and the heartbreak that can potentially come with friendship. They hold all your secrets. They have all the ammo needed to console you or control you. And that's a lot of power. I just did an episode on this on platonic love, if you want to dive deeper. And over the past two years, especially for me personally, I've come to terms with the fact that my time and my energy needs to be earned. And only I get to decide who is deserving. Only you get to choose who is deserving, who lights up your world and who dims your sparkle. It's hard, but I'm 31 and I am too old for high school drama. If you want to be my friend, you need to level up with me. You need to be direct. You need to be communicative. You need to be honest and do not speak ill of me behind my back. If I'm sitting at a table and I hear gossip going on in a crew of people that I'm hanging out with, it makes me think, it makes me hesitant. When I get up, am I next? Am I the next target? And I urge you to leave that table and don't look back. But I can tell you from experience, FOMO is real. When you walk away and you see through social media or through not getting that invite that all your other friends got and seeing that you might be missing out, but what are you really missing out on? That feels like rejection, but if those were your people, they wouldn't be the source of pain. They would be the the source of happiness. And in this case, I think it's really hard when, especially as you get older and that circle gets smaller it's really, really hard to recognize that people who you held in such high esteem are no longer holding that same place for you or to be told that by other people. If someone I've had friends who, um, can't show up for me any longer and they might make it about you, but the reality is it's about them. And even if they're setting a boundary and they're saying like, maybe there is something to learn from it. I've had when in my early, early, um, late teens, early twenties, I had a friend who, who saw me as selfish and, uh, no longer wanted to be friends with me because of it. And we don't need to dive into the whole story, but it really made me look and say, you know, what can that from that? Can I learn if there is a lesson in there, sit in it, learn from it. There's no harm in that. 
but don't take it personally because that person decided that they want to set new boundaries in their life. That's about them. The only parts that are about you are whatever you need to learn from that, whatever you need to take from it. Everything else, leave it. The mute feature on Instagram is a beautiful thing. Use it. Level three, the third and final level of rejection hell, romantic relationships. This is the area that I'm still very much learning as I go, and I've conquered levels one and two with confidence. I can look and say that I feel really good about the energy that I dedicate to work, the energy that I dedicate to my friends. Um, I give work the energy it deserves for what I am paid and for the hours that I am expected to be working. I give people the energy that they reciprocate and I protect my friends fiercely, no matter how small that circle gets. It's an exclusive crew and it's a good crew to be in, but I am hot off a very recent rejection team eggs in one basket. I am sad. I am pissed. And let me tell you why rejection, whether it's a breakup being ghosted, or in this case, a last minute canceled date feels deeply personal. It is not, but it feels personal. It feels like, in my case, I have the tendency to double down and to prove my worth. But as far as I've learned in other areas of my life um, and try to continue to apply in this case, seeking external validation will get you nowhere. I know my worth in those other areas, and I do know my worth deep down in this area. I project it, and when it's reflected back at me, I know I'm in the right place. Someone who breaks up with you for whatever reason is telling you they are not your person. Someone who ghosts you is showing you in a passive or cowardly way that they are not a good communicator and they are not your person. Someone who cancels on you last minute does not respect your time nor your energy. And that is not your person. It is so hard to move past that, especially when you have a lot of questions and not a whole lot of answers but none of these people are worthy of what you bring to the table. Of course, you need to get real clear on what your worth is and what you bring to the table. And I highly recommend listening to the self-confidence episode on exactly how I found myself in, in the place that I am at present. The more crystal clear you get, the easier it is to set boundaries and maintain them. Is this worthy of my precious time? Yes or no? It's simple, but it's not easy. So how do you get over it? Well, for me, I need to process. I need to talk it out. And I've got great friends in a therapy session later this week. Very well timed. I need to analyze a little and look back and see where the signs there were there red flags that I'd ignored. And where did this all go wrong? If I'm still confused, then I know it wasn't me. And what I mean by that is if I look back and I say, I feel like I acted in kindness. I feel like I acted honestly. I was direct. I gave my time and my energy and it wasn't reciproc wasn't being reciprocated then it's not me. In this case, we've never met in person. Big ug. <laughs> that hurts. That hurts big time. I gave my kindness, my time and my energy, and it was not reciprocated. That sucks, but I'm not going to spin my wheels further trying to figure out why someone did what they did when they did it. They said what they said, and they've probably already moved on. In this case, they sent a text and didn't even hang around to provide any additional context or explain any further. That to me feels disrespectful. It, it stings. It, I'm disappointed. Um, but what am I disappointed in? Who am I disappointed in? I'm disappointed in the idea I had of this person. 
I thought that they were a bigger person than the version they're showing me. And I'm not saying this person is a bad person. I don't think that's fair to, to say overall, but in this case, in this scenario, this is not how I, this is not the type of behavior that I want to welcome in my life. And I think that's fair to say, I don't want that. I think that's fair. Um, I don't need to pass any judgment on this person. I don't need to um, say one thing or another about them further beyond the fact that they are, they've made it black and white. They've made it clear to me that they are not my person. Um, My person would respect my time and my energy and my person um, would be leaning in with as, as much excitement and enthusiasm as I am. And I think where this, you know, this comes back to bite me in the lesson that I'm personally learning is that oftentimes when I am, uh, when I am potentially rejected or, um, when someone starts to pull away in my past, I have leaned in, I have doubled down. I have shown them why they should, why they should have me in their life when in work and with my friends, I do not do that. So why would I do that for love? Well, because that's not love at the end of the day, right? If I am not receiving, if the energy I'm giving is not being reciprocated, then I should be pulling back until it's earned, until my precious time and energy is earned. And I'm still learning that. Am I blasting Elastic Heart by Sia for the next 24 hours? Absolutely. Highly likely. Am I disappointed? Yeah, a hundred percent. I was excited. I was excited. I didn't know where it was going to go. Um, but I think that when you, that I can get caught up sometimes when I romanticize my life, I give people the benefit of the doubt when they haven't earned it yet. And I'm learning how to, uh, give people the space to show me exactly who they are because I don't know this person yet. What if I don't even know what their hugs feel like? What if they smell that? I don't know. (laughs) you know, I was excited about the idea of him. I was excited about the idea of us, the potential. And that's what I think a lot of rejection, that's where the sting comes from, right? It's not that you, um, you don't want to spend your time trying to earn somebody's, um, time and energy when they're clearly showing you that they don't want to give it to you. You want to spend your time with someone who's giving it back to you, who's reflecting it, who is, not dulling your sparkle and is communicating with you directly and kindly and respectfully. That's who you want to be with. So when you get the inkling, the idea that they are that person, you are allowed to get excited. But what I'm learning is that when you get the inkling, the idea that they are not that person, the answer is not to double down and try to show them why they should let you in their life. The answer is to back up and say, Hmm, noted maybe I should give you the space to show me why I'm, why I should be giving you my time. My life is awesome and you are lucky to be in it. I do great work and I am paid well for it. I love my friends and I am a, I am a great friend who, who shows up. It's been a minute, but I am a great partner and my person will be extremely lucky to bask in the light of my fierce, loyal Leo love. What are your things? When the dust settles, when you get rejected, when you pick yourself up and you're ready to try again, what do you love? What do you bring to the table? And what makes you so amazing? Get really clear on that and never forget it. 
Rejection is typically a redirection because the universe is saying, ah, babes, that's not good enough for you. Keep walking. We've got something way better brewing. Let's go. If you're going through it in the thick of it right now, or you know that feeling, I'm sorry, but you are growing. You're learning and you're getting stronger every day. I'm saying that as just as much in the mirror as I am saying that to you. Romanticize your life. Fall in love with you. Give your precious energy to those who earn it and take back that power whenever you decide. It's yours. Own it. Until next time, friends. Take care.